Welcome everyone to the Gen X Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Mario Piper, and this is episode 32. And of course, with me today is my co-host, Suzanne Peterson. Hi, Suzanne. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Doing good, doing good. Yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah, it is good to be here. Well, uh, today's special guest is Ali Chiarello from Ali's Vintage Camera Alley. And you can find her on YouTube, on her website, as well as on Instagram. And we'll go over that uh, more at the end of the episode as well. But anyways, welcome, Allie, to the podcast. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Very excited. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, first of all, before we get into, you know, deep into the, you know, interview, I just want to ask how everybody's week or month has been going. We'll start with you, Suzanne. How's your month going so it's, far? Well, it's been going really well. Um, I don't know if either of you guys saw it, but I've just wrapped up my darkroom. So it's actually live. <laughs> I have a darkroom That's to be live. Um, no, Chris wrapped up the final few pieces of it. And I have been like finding my way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I have, I'm using a new enlarger that I didn't have before. And, you know, finding that, okay, I have some bad chemistry, I need to reorder that, you know, it was like little things, but it's really, really exciting. Um, so it's, it's been good. I've been down for about a week because I had surgery on my ankle. So I haven't been able to be in there, but I'm excited to get back in there. That's so cool. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Allie? How's your uh, week been going or week or month or however That's long good. you want to cover? <laughs> I can't believe it's the end of November already. <laughs> I feel no. like this year flew, <laughs> mm -hmm. yes, but I'm just, uh, just been developing film and trying to keep up with my YouTube channel and stuff like that. And just shooting all the time, shooting every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't keep up with it. <laughs> Too much film to develop. <laughs> I'm you jealous. <laughs> I, uh, was watching your video, by the way, of, um, Tri-X in mm. HC 110 and, uh, I can't DDX. remember. DDX. Yeah. yeah. Yes, me too. <laughs> that was a good video. But I, at the end, you said uh, you shoot too much film, and I'm thinking there can't be too much film. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Keep only it because only because I have to develop all of it. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> There's like a box of it, and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it such a fun surprise when you actually get to those roles that maybe you forgot? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Well, uh, my the past couple of weeks have been pretty interesting for me because my wife has decided to join me with um, uh, analog photography. <laughs> She's uh, getting into uh, pinhole cameras. And instead of using film, she's using direct positive paper. Huh. And so we bought some, well, she bought some paper, some developing trays, and we just use our bathroom as the darkroom. Um, we don't have an enlarger yet, um, but we've started with that and then kind of went to cyanotypes for a little bit mm. and then did uh, contact printing with uh, some of my black and white exposures that I've already developed and, you know, are storing away, just putting those right on top of uh, regular paper, not direct positive, but regular paper, and then shining a, a light on it for just oh, cool. a brief, brief <laughs> second. And it turned out really cool. That's so fun. You know, I was wondering how that works. I saw you post about that. 
is that just like a like does it print the size of a of a 35 millimeter negative yeah oh, okay. <laughs> it's exactly the same size because it's lying right on top of the paper okay okay and i had no idea i didn't know that's what contact printing was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but uh i'm thinking of maybe doing a a solo show based on just that aspect of it and what what actually is a photograph because it's taught me a little bit about a little bit more about photography that i didn't know and it's through my wife you know <laughs> cool <laughs> so cool but anyways well let's get right on into the uh, the interview and we'll start with suzanne if you'd okay. like to yeah absolutely so ali i first um learned about you um via your youtube channel I mean, I actually saw you on like Negative Positive's Facebook group, but I had received a Duoflex camera mm -hmm. and I swear you had, it was like perfect timing because <laughs> I think like maybe a week earlier or something, you had done one of your break, like you cleaned it and you took it apart and everything. Yeah. And I, that was such a helpful video. And I'm wondering, good. <laughs> like when you, when you started your YouTube channel, is that kind of what you were going for is for a, you know, like a help, because I know you do camera reviews, film reviews, you do repairs. I mean, you do so much, you know, <laughs> you have such vast knowledge. I love it. Um, so I was just wondering if you could talk to us more about your YouTube channel and what you see, where you see it going and what your intent was and all that good stuff. Um, well, well, first of all, thanks for watching it. And I'm really glad it helped you. Um, yeah, I mean, that really was the, the intent when I first created, because the first video was uh, cleaning up an Argus brick, you know, the C3. Mm -hmm. um, at that point, I was really sick, and I was kind of laying in bed playing with cameras, and I friend befriended Mike Ekman. I don't know if you guys know him, um, but yeah, he does all that stuff, taking them apart, cleaning them. And I got help from him and he was like, you should make videos, you know, just, you know, to kind of get me going to get out of the bed. I could barely walk at that point and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was, you know, I started with that video and I saw it helped people. I was getting feedback and I thought, oh, it's also like, it was nice to connect with other people that liked those things. And I was stuck in bed. So it was nice to talk to people. Um, so it started out with that, just helping, and I started to realize that there was so many people in the community and liking the same things I did. So, yeah, really that was the intent, was to help people. And then it started to where I was actually shooting film, because I wasn't really yet at that point. And okay. so then I have a big collection, so I thought, well, I should start sharing those, you know, as I do it. So <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of just joining me on my journey. That's awesome. It was, I love the way you broke it down. Like it was so perfectly like the way you paced it. Everything about it was like, I can follow this. <laughs> oh, good. I don't know nothing about taking apart a camera. Like that scares me to death. But this, um, this camera was given to me. Uh, th there was really no family history. My mom gave it to me, but there was no family history or anything. So I was like, okay, if I mess something up, it's okay. <laughs> but it was so, it was really, really well done. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> Very helpful. Um, yeah, I can only do simple cameras like that, though. I mean, don't get me wrong. I can't take apart like I would love to learn how to do like a Nikon F or one of those intricate ones, but I can't do that yet. Maybe <laughs> I could do these little ones. Yeah, maybe one day. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Very cool. This sounds good. The C3 uh, brick, my wife was actually looking at one of those on Etsy. Are those fairly, uh, well, you said you'd like to take apart or you wanted to start with relatively easy, but are those decent cameras? 
Yeah, I mean, the ergonomics of it are strange because it is like a brick. It's square, uh-huh. you know, your hand holding it is kind of like, what is this? Yeah. But um, it does its job. I mean, that I, I just love the way they look. <laughs> cool. But it does its job, and it's a range finder, which is really nice. Oh, nice. So, yeah, that's what I liked about it. And it's easy to clean the range finder. That's what I was doing in the video. Okay. And, and you find them everywhere. So I had that to just was the other thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I had no idea what this camera was. So that's, that's a fun looking camera. Yeah. Is it it's got like millimeter or? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's got cool. the dials on the front, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It looks like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and those those tend to be stiff. Those are the the a pain. Like mine, I can never get them to be loose, so they hurt my fingers. But yeah. that's usually what you find with them. <laughs> yeah, that's so fun. <laughs> well, you know, I wanted to ask you something, uh, Ali. Um, you mentioned about uh, being sick, and you ha- posted a video of um, being in recovery, and you know, photography being a, an important part of your recovery, um, and. First of all, I just want to say that was a a wonderful video. It it touched me and made me feel better about photography in general. Not that I feel bad about it, but it was just a beautiful video. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, So what I wanted to ask about that is what, uh, I guess beyond that time, what importance is photography to you? Um, Really is just that, just expressing myself and it was a motivation really to, like I said, to get up and keep going Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it gave me something to do and something to like a goal and and also gave me a way to connect with other people because Crohn's disease can be very isolating. So yeah, it was, that's, it means a lot to me. It's like my whole life now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I kind of do it almost for survival. Like, like I said, I'm always shooting constantly. When I go mm-hmm. to doctor's appointments, I, I bring a camera, I'm taking pictures in the car. I, I have severe anxiety from everything. So I bring it with me and I take pictures everywhere I go and it, it distracts me. So, I mean, it, what, whereas, you know, I do w- wish one day I could have a photo book, things like that. That's separate from what photography is to me, that it's that important to me to keep going in my life, yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. It makes it, total sense. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I love that you do that. I love that you found that that path for you. And I actually channeled you yesterday. <laughs> I told my <laughs> he was taking me out. I was like, it's, I'm being a total baby about this. But like, so I had surgery a week ago. <laughs> and I don't do anything like I can't do anything for myself because I can't put weight on it and it hurts and I'm just like nah, you know being yeah. and so he took me out and I said I'm taking my key he goes are we stopping somewhere because I had a camera <laughs> with me I said no I just had heard watch your video <laughs> Ali shoots on her way to the doctor <laughs> I said I think this is gonna help me feel better so I, I love that you do that it's it, and it does it's yeah it is a healing it help thing yeah totally okay. yep yeah, totally it distracts truly. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, you focus on something other than the thing that you're concerned about, you know. Exactly. Like well, I I really appreciate that because for my for me myself, I I know I love photography, but I haven't figured exactly what it is about it that I love. I mean, there's so many different aspects about it, um, but I haven't you know pinpointed it to to what exactly it is. So I appreciate your, your comments about what it means to you. And maybe someday if I'm in a situation where I have to rely on it to kind of get me going through the day, 
uh, it will mean even more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it may be doing that now and you don't realize it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, you know, so you said that when you were first starting your YouTube channel um, that you weren't really shooting much film. So no. were you collecting cameras? Because I noticed I did watch the grainy days and you, <laughs> you shouted you out. I was like, ooh, look at her. <laughs> like, seriously, though, you got a really beautiful collection. Thank you. It, were you, how did that start? Was it? Yeah, it was a collection at first. Um, I didn't know that film was coming back. I didn't know you. I, I knew I could see once in a while a 35 millimeter roll at Walmart, you know, but mm -hmm. I didn't know anywhere I could get it developed. So that just wasn't an option. So I would find like those cameras you saw, um, like the folders and stuff like that. They were pretty. So I would I was collecting them. I've always loved collecting things when I was yeah. a kid. I collected I Love Lucy when I was a kid. I collected Star Wars. So the collector in me, I couldn't help myself. And then once I started, like I said, that at that point, meeting people in the community and I started finding things out that I could send my film out, that I could do it myself. Then I was like, oh, I got to shoot all of these. <laughs> and it was kind of a spiral after that. <laughs> yeah, it, it does get that way, doesn't it? Yeah. Have you shot most of what you own? I have actually, um, and that's part of the channel too, is trying to, uh, you guys go along with me to see me using them now but um the ones i can't use i'm looking at them right now um the ones i can't really use are the folders there's only one that isn't uh, that is light tight so the okay. boy scout one so i'm oh. going to probably do a video on that but most oh. of them aren't light tight unfortunately <laughs> no. that's all right that might create some fun imperfections yeah that's <laughs> if true you like that, if you like that i should try that <laughs> how many cameras do you, how many cameras do you have ali Oh, God. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Two cabinets. <laughs> That's so cool. Are those, like, um, are those like special cabinets? I was actually. It's just Ikea. Sure. Yeah. They are okay, just like a, um, keeps the dust off of them and stuff. Yeah. 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 And then That's I stuck Amazon. I got on Amazon these LED lights that stick to the top and they turn oh, yeah. on with a remote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We have some of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a museum, then, huh? Yeah. Mm hmm. That's cool. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> well, um, you know, thinking about all the cameras that you have, and you, you, it seems like you started off collecting film cameras mm -hmm. uh, because they were beautiful and all that. Do you think, I mean, I'm thinking about the name of your website, the name of your YouTube <laughs> channel, um, Allie's Vintage Camera, uh, Allie. Do you think... Um, you know, say 10, 15, 20 years in the future, that some of the digital cameras that we have nowadays will be considered vintage, like the film cameras that we have are considered vintage. I was thinking about that because I, my uncle, he sends me cameras he finds from Long Island mm -hmm. and he sent me a digital camera and I was able to buy a um, battery off Amazon. It's an old Olympus E300 or something like that. And I was playing with and I'm like, would anybody ever be interested in using this, you know, later on? And um, I guess so. I mean, for me, it's nostalgia using these old cameras. So mm -hmm. like um, I was talking about with my fiance, Kelsey, and she said, I bet people who are only used to using iPhones these days, I'm sure that'll appeal to them one day. They're going to want to see what we used. And I mean, the quality isn't as great, obviously, but. Even some film cameras, like box cameras and stuff, the quality is not great, but we still love using them and we love what we get out of them. So 
It might be. <laughs> yeah, I I know. Um, way back in my digital days, uh, I uh, was buying. I bought my son several different cameras over the years. You know, little point and shoots. My daughter as well. And I would always go for the the older cameras that had a little viewfinder. Like, you know, when digital started, they still came with viewfinders. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, until it kind of went went away to the EVFs or whatever, uh, or just the screen on the back. And I thought that was kind of a nice holdover from an earlier era, which up until that time, I really didn't remember much about film because uh, I didn't really shoot that much. So I, I just thought that having a nice piece of glass in front of your eye was a really neat, a neat thing, you know? Um, and now it seems like those cameras, they're not exactly vintage and they're kind of cheap, you know, they're low resolution or whatever, but there is something different about them versus a lot of the newer cameras that yeah. we can get nowadays. Or even I was thinking like, um, that one of the cameras I had, the Fujifilm X100, I talk about it a lot on this podcast i don't know why i haven't bought it again because i still love it but uh you know that was made in 2011 and that's 10 years ago and it has a classic design although it's borrowed a lot from the analog <laughs> design mm -hmm. you know so but i've often thought about that like what what of today or of the recent past will be considered vintage in the future so Maybe you'll have Aunt Ali's vintage digital cameras. <laughs> I, know. I know. When you just said that, Mario, it, was ma it made me think about how we look back now at the floppy disks. Do you remember yeah. the big ones? Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. the five so and a half inch ones. Ali, we're old enough that <laughs> you had to actually, to start your computer, do you remember that, Mario? You had mm -hmm. to put in that huge floppy disk. Yep. Okay, one goes in, it boots yeah. up, then you have to change it out to another. Like, you had to give a command. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then they went to the little, you know, the little like Polaroid size ones and uh -huh. yeah, it's true. It's like, I'm sure that, you know, I was thinking as you were saying that, it's like, gosh, I wonder because it, it, technology is just changing so fast. It does. But, but yeah, we will have these milestone markers. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, I love music and um, I still use an old iPod uh, mm. because I think it, I, I don't know why, maybe it's just because I'm an old person that likes you know, old things or something, Not but I, I think it sounds good, you know. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't know what it is, but anyways, yeah, that's exactly, I, I, I agree with you, Suzanne. This technology is just, it's going by so quickly. So and, fast. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Kind of why I like hanging on to uh, the old film stuff. And yeah. now we're playing vinyl again in my house. We have this really old record player, which is so Yeah, awesome. me too. Oh, do you? <laughs> I love it. I love it. And even though it's like, I mean, part of it, the part of the um, draw to it is the sound that it's like, it's not this big booming, mm -hmm. you know, sound. It's just what it is. I don't know. It's so it's awesome. Soulful. It is yeah. soulful. And it's, it's like that thing you can, even if you crank it up to as loud as mine can go, which is not super loud, <laughs> but it's, it doesn't overwhelm. It's like, it just is, it's just, it's just different. <laughs> yeah. I agree. You know, um, thinking about this whole analog resurgence and I don't know how long it's going to last. No, I don't think anybody really Forever, knows. Please. I, I know. I hope so. <laughs> Until I die. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. Um, but it, it, it is, it, it does, whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's music or film photography or anything else that's analog or 
whether you describe it as analog or whatever, um, it just has a different character than the ones yeah. and zeros of digital, whatever yeah. as or you know whatever medium you're talking about. It's okay. there's just something different, some mm-hmm. some characteristic that this the old analog way. Yeah. But what one thing I like about it, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm nerding out a little bit. One thing <laughs> one thing I like about it is that with the analog way of doing things that we now can enjoy, we still are able to communicate like we're doing right now via a very digital, yeah. <laughs> digital, yeah. we wouldn't know, know each other if it mm-hmm. weren't for the I know. digital revolution. And that I'm really grateful for. Cause yeah. I like you, I, that's like one of the things that I loved was just connecting with people who loved this stuff and like are as nerdy as we are about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> cameras, you know, it's so great. It's yeah. so true. <laughs> shoot as well, or does she just leave it to you? Yeah, she just leaves it to me. <laughs> she is, um. Frankie, huh? Is your dog Frankie? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's the model. He's the model. He's so cute. <laughs> I love him. He is. <laughs> he, yeah, he's always modeling. He's like, I, I think he think we always joke that he thinks the camera's gonna steal his soul or something because if I take it out, he looks away like oh no. <laughs> No, he's a Maltese. Okay. Mine's a Shih Tzu and he does the same thing. He's like, <laughs> he's like, no. <laughs> Rascal. Yeah. She leaves the photo taking to you. Yeah. I've asked her a few times and like, she likes the little compact because it doesn't involve anything. You just yeah. point and shoot. <laughs> but yeah. She's good, but um, she doesn't really want to do it. <laughs> yeah. I, Maybe I, one day. <laughs> yep. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> I um, love it. That picture of uh, Kelsey, I think it was in uh, Lomochrome Purple. Mm-hmm. That was a really good photo, if oh, I thanks. can say so myself. I love the way the the way her skin tones kind of turned out. It, mm-hmm. it wasn't like overwhelmingly purple, but it did have a purple tinge. The grass was purple. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think about that film? It was cool. Yeah, you were the one. I did it for you. You you, t- you told me to try it. I was like, all right, I got to get it out of the fridge. <laughs> but I, awesome. I liked it. It was cool. I don't I don't usually go for films that do that kind of stuff, but yeah. um, I really liked that one because I do film a lot of green stuff. <laughs> yep. So it does. Oh yeah, there's the picture. Is that so, one? Okay. That was that really cool. cool. It's like she's in a purple ocean or something. <laughs> I love that. It's really nice. I like the film. I yeah, like me too. One. I haven't picked up turquoise though. I was just gonna ask, did you get it? Yeah, no, not yet. I need to. (laughs) Oh, it's so cool! It's such good film. Such good film. I gotta figure out what to shoot it on though. Exactly. It's so different. Like when I was looking at some of the some of the uh, samples, like if you search the hashtag, it's like, okay, I gotta really think about how I want to shoot it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I bordered five rolls, so it's like I can play. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I'm just. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. I'm just so glad that it's not um, it's not limited like it. I mean, it, it, it once it or when it first came out, and I I didn't know about it when it first came out. I wasn't even shooting film either when it first came out. Yeah. But it was like five thousand rolls that they made, and that's oh, wow. it. And you know, it was hard to find. So I I had my last roll. I just <laughs> shot it and developed it after they announced that they were bringing it back. I'm like, yes, I'm gonna shoot this and just have <laughs> yes. fun. And uh, I was holding on to it because I'm like, I don't know what I want to shoot with this one particular role that I'll never see again. Yeah. Now we can play. It's like <laughs> so good. <laughs> Do you yeah, get you that should... 
Allie? Do you get yeah. that? Like, you're like, I have several. Too? Yeah, I have several in the fridge, and I'm like, what a waste. I need to do this, but I don't want to waste it on some stupid scene. <laughs> you know, and then it doesn't turn out like you want it. Or yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, I... I was looking at, I mean, I look at your photos all the time, you know, it comes through the, through my feed. And one thing that I've noticed um, about your photography, a lot of your photography is it's photographs of your, of your house. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, I think you incorporated uh, some shots that I'm thinking of in your uh, Tri-X in HC 110. And what was it again? <laughs> DDX. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, I think, it looked like a bathtub with the blinds yeah. and the shadows of the blinds. Oh yeah, that was cool. Such a <laughs> cool photo. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, so, I can't help it. I see those shadows in the morning and I'm like, I gotta shoot this. <laughs> yes, yes. So in line with that, how how do you find your inspiration in, I guess what we call the mundane or everyday normal, you know, things of life? Um, I don't know, that's a hard one. I just um like things like that scenes like that I feel like compelled like I have to I have to shoot it um yeah. I think too I um for me it's about memories so mm -hmm. that's mostly what my photography is so um I lost my dad when I was young so I think mm -hmm. that that was a thing too like wanting memories so because my first camera I bought when he died like in 1998 so, and since then I was always the person at family functions with a camera, always with a video camera, any kind of camera. And that's really it. So I just, I, I love to shoot around my home because those are the pictures I'm going to look at years from now and they're going to have meaning to me. I mean, I don't know if they'll have meaning to other people, but yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how I look at it. <laughs> yeah. As long as they have it to you, I'm the same yeah. way that's cool I've often thought about that myself because like I I do want to shoot more of my kids and my wife but I understand I I, I totally understand that people don't want to be photographed yeah. um I I don't mind being photographed if the if the camera's pointing at me I'll just you know stand there still because I, I being a photographer I know what that's like on the other side of it yeah um but you know my kids are old enough now that they really don't like to oh, <laughs> be really? photographed that much no <laughs> um so I just I, myself I just photograph whatever looks good to me and like right now in November it's just it's kind of it gets dark early mm. um and there's not enough snow to make it look good but all the yeah. leaves are gone so it's just kind of this gray month so I'm waiting for winter to finally happen where when it's sparkly white and can shoot a lot of black and white but yeah i agree you just shoot what means yeah most to you you know mm -hmm. and i mean i'm home a lot too so that's sometimes that's all i have <laughs> yeah so with that's covid and everything yeah that's true with, like finding that i love your stuff at home like i was telling mario it makes it's like very homey <laughs> it sounds so <laughs> it, you definitely get across the feeling like it's like calming Mm -hmm. oh, thank you. <laughs> you're, you're so, I'm just like, gosh, I love, I really do love it. Do you, um, I know you have a black and white account and a color account. Do you prefer one or the other, or do you just kind of randomly do whatever feels right? 
Um, yeah, I think I mo I like to express myself more through black and white. Like that's I feel like that gives more feeling uh, than color. And then color I like to document with. So I did more more color this year because it matched what I was seeing. It you know because of the colors in Florida, it's always hot. It's green. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I, I was doing a lot of color. Plus I learned how to develop at home, so I was doing that. Um, but I think I prefer black and white more for expressing how I'm feeling and things like that. More emotion. Yeah. Yeah. I it's kind true. of agree with that. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Black and white, um, you know, uh, people think of some people, I guess, think of black and white as maybe kind of boring because it's mm -hmm. losing that one aspect of the color. But there is something, I don't know, stark and dramatic. Dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so cool. So totally cool. Agree. I've gone, I've gone more towards black and white ever since working with a mentor last, like I started with her in 2019, worked through her, with her through last year. And she's like, your strongest work is black and white. And I almost never sh shot in black and white. I was mm. like, interesting. Okay. So I started <laughs> more because I think I just didn't see in black and white. I was like always drawn to the colors. Mm. And, um, and once I, picked up more black and white. I was like, I feel like I like this better for the same reasons you. It's like, I feel like it expresses more what I'm feeling, mm -hmm. color, but I still shoot color. Same, almost exactly as you like. <laughs> shoot, I have my point to shoot with, with color in it and I just sort of document, you know, my yeah. kids or whatever, you know, we're just hanging out. That's, yeah. uh, that's awesome. <laughs> you guys might uh, convert me. I'm still much much more of a color guy. Yeah. Um, right? <laughs> I do. I I love black and white. And w whenever I shoot it, I think what it is for me is I haven't gotten down the development of black and white very well. Um, actually, I wanted to ask you about this, Ali. Your video, your re you know most recent. I think your most recent video of the HC110 and D mm -hmm. DDX. Yeah. With the Tri-X. I've shot Tri-X. I bought like five rolls a while back. I had this like romantic vision of what Tri-X could be because it's a classic film and been around for a billion years or whatever. And I thought, you know, this will be kind of cool to to shoot something that's been around for a long time. But every single roll that I shot, it I I don't know what it is about the development. I, I develop an HC one ten as well. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I did dilution B or one of the other dilutions. Maybe, I, you know, uh, something that you said in that video was a lower dilution, mm -hmm. or I guess more dilute uh, solution might yield more grain. Yeah, I asked. I wasn't sure if that's true. I thought I heard that somewhere. I, nobody's answered me yet, but I was hoping somebody <laughs> would know the answer. I'm well, not sure if diluting it more adds more grain or vice versa. I'm not sure. Oh, oh, like with the whether it's B or C or yeah. Oh, I wish I knew the answer. I feel like I, <laughs> I feel like I've been told that at some point, but I don't remember. Me too. Always, that's how I felt. <laughs> yeah, I always do B. Me and too. Then, except for there's one. So my the Arista EDU, which is definitely my preferred choice film. However, Tri-X is that, that golden roll that's been in my freezer that I'm afraid to shoot because I don't know what to shoot it on because I don't want to waste it. <laughs> you know? It's just so silly. But but with the Arista EDU, I've noticed the 400 speed. Somebody, Junior Wyatt, maybe on negative positives, was telling me that he's had the 400, like with these blown out highlights. And, mm. he, and he said, use the dilution E or something. 
And so I think it was the same. It was, but it it was kind of for a different reason. But yeah, it's, I always go with only two developers I've used are HC110 and Rodinal. Yeah. I've tried anything else. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I've only done D76, HC110. And that's why that video, I was experimenting and trying DX. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm getting ready to, uh, I've done one, I did one role in Caffinol way, way back. In fact, I think it was my first black and white role that I ever developed was in Caffinol. But that was a couple of years ago. And so I just recently bought some um, uh, vitamin C powder, washing soda, and cheap, cheap, cheap instant coffee. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to try that again because I, I see um, uh, Mark. Uh, oh, my goodness. Wow. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Wellsford. Wow. My 45-year-old brain. <laughs> Mark Wells, Wellsford's um, Wellsford's. Uh, photos with 2238 film in caffeinol they're all like really crisp and clear so i want to really try it but thinking about your pictures with triax in hc 110 dilution b made me think you know maybe i had the wrong dilution maybe Maybe i tried dilution h or whatever it might be and it led to much more grain in addition all the pictures that i had with with triax had these like on the uh, edges of the film, and I shot. I shoot mainly 35 millimeter. I could see like where the sprocket holes are. There was like a, I don't know what you call it, um, light piping or something like that. But mm. it, it was like the start of that. And I followed the directions implicitly and did the turning, had the right temperature and everything. And I don't know what what went wrong. That's but every single roll that I did was like that. So sounded like a light leak almost. If, it, if you could see the, the sprocket holes in the pictures. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. only on only on uh, Triax. I, 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 yeah. I didn't see it on any other black and white that I can remember. So I'll have to try the dilution B and see what, what that does. Yeah, I'm not sure. I've never uh, encountered anything like that. <laughs> huh. Do you have a favorite black and white film, Ellie? I usually shoot HP5, Ilford's HP5. Okay. Um, but I've been doing more Triax. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. What do you like? Um, about it? I think there's more contrast and oh, triax. Yeah, I love it, contrast. <laughs> yeah, because with HP5 you kind of have to add it, which is funny because when I started it was the opposite. I didn't want contrast, so I was doing yeah. HP5, but now I'm doing triax because I want it. <laughs> yeah, so I think that that was what I what I actually took from your video too is that I wanted the I would like the dark the deep blacks and mm-hmm. more contrast and less of that even. Yeah. coming through i have a bunch of hp5 in the freezer but i switched because of the price mainly but like yeah. i switched over to the arista and i i love it it's it's i know it's a more budget film so there's probably other things that are might be a downfall with it but i i love it yeah. we recently bought some arista for my wife uh she's she's making this uh it's, it's weird um she's gonna make a tlr a oh. 35 millimeter tlr what? Cool. I know. <laughs> it's cool. She she bought one from Amazon. It came almost complete. There was one missing piece, so she's gonna send it back. But we're gonna wait till the new one comes and make sure that's complete. Yeah. And uh, anyway, she's gonna shoot 35 millimeter in a plastic TLR that she's making or cool. assembling. 
And um, so she wants to shoot black and white. And I think we bought her some Arista because I, I remember you talking about it, Suzanne, that that's oh. your favorite. And so we bought, I think, I don't remember how many rolls, but she wanted to, to try it out. Yeah. So that's um, cool. she'll probably like that film. That is so cool that she built the camera. So it's a kit? Yeah, like it's a, a kit. kit to build it? Okay. Uh huh. It's so cool. <laughs> Fascinating. I like it. Yeah. So, Allie, um, as far as black and white, do, do you shoot any um, like low ISO film? Like, what's the um, lowest ISO do you that you shoot? Not often because I am indoors so much. I don't really <clears throat> um, shoot low ISO films at all, really. <laughs> yeah. I've tried. Um, what is it called? The Ilford eighty one. Uh, what is that called? I can't think of it. Ortho. Ortho. Ilford oh, Ortho. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah, I've okay. done that one. I made a video on that one, but like I said, I'm not I'm not like outdoors often, <laughs> so yeah. I'm always pushing film or shooting higher ISO. Even when I'm, especially like if I'm in, if I'm in the car, we're at we're you know we're going at a fast speed, so I have to use 800 film. Oh yeah. Um, so I don't do it often, but I've tried like FP4. I like that the look of that film. If I am cool. outside. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um. I wanted to ask you, um, as far as cameras are concerned, do you ever, or would you ever consider doing any sort of like a, not a permanent trade, but like a camera swap to try out somebody else's camera and let somebody else try out your camera? Um, I've done with Mike, with Mike Ekman, he'll mm -hmm. send me cameras that he has, um, that he thinks I'll enjoy, you know, reviewing and stuff like that. But I always get so nervous having people send me, I've even told him, don't do it anymore. I get nervous because <laughs> it's going to break. <laughs> and sometimes they have, and, but he insists and he says it's fine. So I do kind of get nervous about it, but, yeah. um, I mean, it would depend which camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like. I don't know if I'd send out my RB67. No, <laughs> <Right>. no. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, I do. I get a little nervous with that because if it breaks, I would feel horrible. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I, I think that's one of the thing, nice things um, about, you know, this hobby that we have is that there are so many different varieties. Mm -hmm. um, and just even if it's like, meeting up with somebody and allowing you to allowing each other to to try it out it's just so cool to see the different varieties of cameras yeah um, and maybe that's sort of answers a, you know one of the earlier questions about the digital cameras that we have nowadays there's it just doesn't seem like there's that much variety yeah they they might look yeah. a little bit different but it's all the same inside whereas the analog cameras they're all so you know just yeah. different yes <laughs> Yes, so yeah. different. There's so and, many. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. So and then you have to, like, you buy a really old one, like, talking about the folders. I have one of the Agfa Isolettes. Yeah, yeah. It, there, that was my very first, before I even was thinking about how cool film was. <laughs> I bought one. Like, so I bought it many years ago. And, yeah, I got two of them, actually. And just trying to figure it out, I'm like, oh, okay, wait, you know? <laughs> yeah, I got to look at another YouTube. I got to do this because it's just, like, <laughs> they're all so different yeah that's what's so cool about them that's what's so addicting too is yeah. they're all different i know i love that do you have a favorite camera Ooh, that's hard yeah. <laughs> um i think the nikon f that was the first one that i got and i my, the collector in me started collecting all the different prism heads you know the meters because oh, okay. they all they started to make different ones over the years so the photo mic and and then just the regular prism and all that. So I had to get each one. <laughs> That's so the only that, camera I ever did that with. 
What um what do you mean prism? Is it is it supposed to be a viewfinder as well? Yeah, or? it comes off. It's a some oh. of them are metered and then like just the regular prism is not metered, but then there's okay. the photo mic, which is the meter. And then they made different ones over time as okay. it improved. <laughs> That's crazy. I have a funny story about Nikon. So I sh I do shoot digitally too because I have a, a portrait business and I shoot digitally for that. So when I was going into my deep dive of, I want this camera and that camera, I refused to buy anything Nikon <laughs> because I've only shot Nikon like my whole life. And I'm like, I just want to break out, you know, so like, <laughs> and all this other stuff. And so, but now I really want to add a Nikon to my kit. Do you have a recommendation? <laughs> like, well, it depends. Or, well, what are you, what do you like it to have? Does it have to I, have a good meter I, and... Um, you know, I really don't care. A meter is, is okay. Um, I'm not opposed to fully mechanical either and no meter. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean the Nikon F with the prism finder, I just think it's beautiful. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. And the Thank lenses you. are cheap and there's so many of them with the, the F mount. Yeah. And I have so many. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah. You could probably, I do. Yeah. Cause I probably I use them. I use a really old, um, 85 1.4. Mm -hmm. on my d750 and then i use a 51.4 on there that are they're just old lenses so yeah. they would work on my film cameras too yeah they would especially without needing the meter then you could put probably any f mount lens on there okay thank you <laughs> <laughs> is that the original f that you're talking about um yeah the okay. yeah the original one from the 60s <laughs> okay cool um when you talk about a uh a removable prism is that where Forgive me if I'm, I, I don't know much about, uh, you know, Nikons in general. I've never actually even held a Nikon, even digitally. I don't, I have not entered into the <laughs> Nikon world. <laughs> it's so weird. But, uh, so you take off the, the pentaprism? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're removable. Have you ever seen a, a Canon new F1 or a Canon F1? Mm -mm. Uh, okay, those are removable too. Oh, wow. Um, they they come off you know the top i wish i could get it and show you but I know. <laughs> it comes maybe after it comes okay. off yeah. and you can put a waist level finder or you can put the prism finder or a photo mic which has the meter in it um so that your camera was customizable you know so for different things it so could be almost yeah. like a tlr then as far as like not looking through a viewfinder but looking like down into a focusing if screen if you did the um, the waist level finder, yeah, it would be like that. Wow. Yeah. That's that's cool. Um, I'll, I'll tell you why. So for me, I, you know, I love looking through viewfinders. There's nothing more special to me. I, in fact, I think that's one of my favorite things about photography is looking through a viewfinder. <laughs> uh, and that's one thing I liked about the X100, the Fuji X100, is it had an actual viewfinder, an optical viewfinder. I love those. Mm -hmm. um, but my wife, uh, well, we have a box camera, a Kodak Brownie. Um, talk about simple camera, but it <laughs> yeah. makes good photos. It's so yeah. weird. It's an old, like, 1930s camera, simple as can be, and makes these really cool photos. But it has the two viewfinders, one on mm -hmm. the top and one on the side. And mm -hmm. it's just really interesting looking through. It's not like you put your eye up to it. You just hold it down and you can see it's like a reverse image. So it takes a little bit getting used to, but it's kind of magical looking through this little viewfinder screen. Yeah. And that's one thing that my wife really loves. She loves looking through that screen. She th thinks it's just the most magical thing. And so having a, a larger screen, I'm imagining that the 
uh, Nikon F would have a larger screen than what's on this oh, yeah, uh, box. Yeah. I think that might be a, a real draw, a, I guess a drawing point or not drawing point. Um, selling point? Selling yeah. point, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> a selling point, you know, something that my wife might enjoy, so. Oh, that's cool, yeah. Maybe she could give it a try. It's not the easiest thing on an SLR like that. Um, and I'm not sure if it works well with every lens, like, like if you put a big old zoom lens on it, it's not going to be that easy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, um, and especially too, I can't remember now cause it's been a while since I used it, but I'm pretty sure using, um, a shorter lens, like doing close up work with it is better than far away, I think, or it might be the opposite. <laughs> I don't remember now, but okay. it's not, it's not as easy as a TLR, like a Rolly flex or a Yashica mat you know, that are made to be that way, but it's does an it, option. Does it reverse the image? Um, like, I, I think, well, Suzanne, you might know, you have a, I think you had a picture of a TLR mm -hmm. by your, um, your, well, you were sitting and I, I think I commented on your Chacos. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love Chacos. It was, just a, it was my Rolleiflex. Yeah. Okay. I a Chica and a Rolleiflex. And so the image is reversed in the viewfinder, right? It is. Yeah. Is is it the same in the Nikon F? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. So the pentaprism actually reverses the image, so it looks correct through the mm -hmm. viewfinder, then, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. So it's the same thing you're looking through, because when you put the pentaprism on, there's mirrors in there, I guess, that reflect yeah. the picture back at you. And when you take it off, all that's there is your little ground glass but there's oh. still mirrors underneath it so you're like you're looking down into the camera yeah into the ground glass Whoa. <laughs> yeah it just puts a little box around it that's all the waist level finder is it's just your little box, <laughs> it's a box. oh that's yeah that's so cool <laughs> that's so I have cool a mia 645 and it it th that was my very first other than my little isolate my first like real i consider mm -hmm. um medium format but it came with the with the prism on it, prism finder. Yeah. And so as I was like, I wonder what it, you know the waist level viewfinder is like. And I actually really like the waist level viewfinder, but I've never used that camera without the prism finder. I'd be kind of curious to do that. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that was my first one too. <laughs> was it really six? Yeah. Yeah. Was it the M or was it one of the newer ones? It's the super, so it's newer. I wanted okay. the M, but I couldn't find one. <laughs> okay, yeah, I got, I got it, and it's, I love, I love it. I need to take it out and shoot it again. Yeah. <laughs> so many cool cameras, so many. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, before we, uh, we end, I do want to make sure to ask you another uh, question. It's not photography related, except for. <laughs> Well, yes, it is. There's a lot of photography in this. So Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> to all you listening, um, sorry, we're going to get off the subject of photography for a little bit. But um, I love, 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 love Star Wars mm -hmm. as much as photography. <laughs> I'm a, a nerd about it. So um, what is your favorite? Well, I guess we could start with movie and then character planets scenes whatever what what is your favorite aspect of of star wars because i know mm. I, the reason why i'm asking this is i think i saw a picture of you or something like that and it had star wars on it yeah sure or something like that. so <laughs> we have a my uh i don't know what you call a girl cave woman cave whatever upstairs <laughs> yeah. Yeah. is full of star wars stuff. Oh, awesome <laughs> my husband would love that <laughs> yeah i know but um, I think my favorite movie is probably A New Hope. I love the older ones uh -huh. in, from the 70s but and the 80s. But um, 
I don't know. I think what drew me to it was the collecting, <laughs> the yeah. collector in me, the toys. And my favorite character um, was Boba Fett, actually, right here. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Oh, but, awesome. Yeah. Boba Fett's can, my favorite and Leia. <laughs> can you, or can you, uh, I, I, I'm so excited. The book of Boba Fett. <laughs> is oh, nice. yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> I know. It's so exciting. So exciting. Um that's cool. That's cool. That I guess it's kind of like uh, like photography. There's you know various uh, formats that people can shoot all different kinds of film, that mm. it, and different cameras. You know all different aspects of photography, and so it is kind of a welcoming thing because people can join in at whatever you know whatever they'd like to do, whatever aspect of analog photography they want to do, and it's just you know, similar with Star Wars, just 11 movies, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and cartoons and all different kinds of yep. characters. <laughs> Keeps going. <laughs> does, yeah. thankfully, thankfully. Um, Suzanne, do you have any more questions? No, I think I got everything answered and more, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is fun. <laughs> Thank you so much, Allie. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. <laughs> so before we go, um, is there um, what what are the best ways to get a hold of you or to see your work? Uh, whether you consider it your photography or the videos you make, what what are the ways that people can find you? Um, well, on all social media is Ali's Vintage Camera Alley. Mm -hmm. um, I have my website where I share I share actually more on there than I do on my YouTube. That's Ali's Vintage Camera Alley dot com. Okay. Um, then the YouTube is like the videos that go with those articles. And then, of course, you could see my work on Instagram mostly, my pictures and stuff like that. And that's Allie's Vintage Camera Alley. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it Facebook simple, right? Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of long, but. <laughs> well, I think it's really cool. I mean, you have your name Me twice too. in there, so. Yeah. Kelsey came <laughs> up yeah. with that. Oh, that's I cool. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Thank you so much, Allie. Thank you, Thank guys. you Allie. Thank you. <laughs> and to all you listening, thank you so much for listening to this uh, episode. And as always, keep those analog vibes alive.